in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. To my right, I have Dash as Wolf. Bentley Michaels as Referian Nightmeadow. Rhett as Strummer. Caleb as Scory. And Milo as Bull. And last we left our adventurers, they were interrogating the bear. No, sorry, Strix, uh, who was apparently inhabited by a number of entities. Uh, while doing so, they were uh, introduced uh, again to the uh, students, Gregory and his assistant, who seemed to be here to take care of the entity downstairs and what is going on with Strix. We'll let the adventure begin. And we also have Gaston, who has showed up, the eldest son of the Magnus family that once lived here. Um, seems to be in his 80s or 90s, well-dressed. He has introduced himself and said that uh, he is here to tie up a loose end, which he says is the this entity that he has left in the house. Um, he's going to come downstairs to the main hall. Uh, assuming Wolf lets him pass. Uh, Wolf, you were on the stairs kind of in his way first. Uh, yeah, no, I, I let him pass. I, I know Perfect. he's, I know who he is now, so. Yeah. We're cool. And uh, he cool. addresses all of you. And he says, Well, we have ourselves a bit of a predicament. My long-lost cousin seems to believe he now owns this place. And yet, Mrs. Rafarian. Miss... How did you know my name? I have been keeping tabs on all of you since you have entered. Uh, I would ask one question. I did have an occupant here that was supposed to be protecting this place. You haven't seen him, have you? Uh, I hate to break the news, but uh, your uh, relative... Zephyrus, I assume you're speaking of Zephyrus. No, he's no, talking no, about no, the dragon. I know, I know dragon, exactly. Yeah. Yes, there, I, there was oh. a, a, a copper dragon that was supposed to be Oof. protecting this place in exchange he, for he, making it his lair. He he took off. He had a I see. nasty spear in him when we got here. Yeah, yeah, we showed up and then he was in the floor and then he had a big old spear in the side of him and then he was like, people were like, should we fight him? Then we didn't fight him and then he was nice and then we pulled it out and then he was like, well, your place now and then he left. And then Zephyrus was like, I do declare this is my Chateau de Magnus and then, woo! Okay, sorry. <sighs> that was a lot of information all at once there, Mrs. Raffarin. Miss! It seems that Zephyrus was a bit presumptive to believe this was his place. The, the deed and everything did check out, but not truly. This place is still owned by myself. It is an arrangement I have made with the king. If you all wish to continue living here, we will have to work out a new arrangement, seeing as the Copper Dragon no longer wants to enjoy the comforts of the chateau. 
What do you all say to that? Taking up residence here in the chateau, keeping wary eyes from the books and secrets it holds. That sounds uh, really cool. We we can stay here and, and guard this place. However, we also will at times leave for adventures. In fact, we got a contract to go to the wastes. And uh, and I got to oh, go good. find the treasure of Aether. It's good to see some uh, national pride here doing work for the uh, king himself. These contracts are bestowed by him down in the wastes, and if you choose to go down there and do work for our great nation, I would not be... You wouldn't declare an eviction? I would not declare an eviction. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Scory. Uh, okay, that's that's good. Yes, we, we agree. I, I believe we all agree to the terms. We will... Uh, we will stay here and, and protect your, your domicile. Good. All that I require in return is your help in ridding the basement of this one uh, problem. All right. You want to get rid of... And then I make the sound of the creature's name. Careful saying that name, young bird. <laughs> it does not... Oh, I- well, names as that's can be heard throughout the plains. Hmm. All right, then. It's but yes, like... that is the one I am re- referencing, is the alien creature that has been left in the basement. Uh, does he have, like, a colloquial name that we can call him by? The The only name I've ever heard is that sound you you have made i've never actually seen this thing up close we brought it here in a container a magical device i believe it has escaped that device and uh, is imprisoned in the actual cell which is much more powerful than what we brought him here with like a iron flask or something like that you hear him in there oh no it was a large uh, chest iron bound with chains when you say large, can you give us a, a comparison? Yeah, it kind of puts his hands out, um, probably about like three feet wide, maybe two feet deep, you know, deep. And he That's says, it. well, you see, it was a magical container, Mr. Scory. You could fit all manner of things inside of there. Well, <clears throat> my, like my backpack. Perhaps. Yes, but with a little more oomph. Uh, hearing you describe this entity, it's occurred to me that a really cool nickname for him would be the Iron Bound. Then we all know who we're talking about. We've got like a proper noun for him, you know? Yes, I like, yes. I it is like good to name. name the creatures we uh, hunt. Iron the Iron Bound. Bound. Iron Bound sounds badass. Right? I know. I was thinking the same thing, Wolf. I'm glad you think so. We defeated the Iron Bound. Yes, the yeah. Iron Bound one. So, uh, did you want to get going on that right away, or can we uh, maybe rest up a little bit? Well, so I don't like, think we need to rest up. You open up the door, I feel him with feathers, give him enough feathers he can fly, right? And then we go to bed. He's dead. Nothing to worry about. It will be a little more complicated than that. If you wish to rest for the night, that uh, can be arranged. The circle around your friend will keep him safe and keep us safe as well. I could do a bit of research on the dagger i'm surprised that it was found something we were looking for for some time you're welcome i got to declare things declare declare <laughs> so i get back into it um <laughs> well then let us rest and then uh you find your tell accent us, tell us what we need 
uh, to do to, you know, help you rid this hey, what? beast of this plane. Also, like, we couldn't even find a door to get down there. You know, we had to, like, become a weasel and, like, go down. I see. And he kind of looks over at the um, the floors that have kind of rotted away uh, that the dragon had made into a nest. He says, oh, I suppose you could get through the uh, uh, hole in the floor there. Uh, if you will be staying at the chateau, it is good to know how to get down into the uh, prison. If you would like, I can show you. It'd be great. Yeah. And he starts leading you out. Outside. Oh. Towards the fountain. Oh. Oh. Can I make sure that uh, both Srix and the guy that I always forget the name of are not picking yeah, I I don't want them to know how to. Chumbawamba. Gotcha. Chamala is upstairs with uh with Willem it seems. And the, um and Strix is inside the uh, uh circle of salt with Gregory and his assistant. Okay. Um, just keeping an eye on him. Do 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 do. So Gaston takes you out and he looks. You you kind of puts puts himself and gathers you all around the front of the fountain. Um, on the other side of the from from the house. So you're kind of looking and facing the house. And he says, it's a simple incantation. If the bird hadn't sang, it wouldn't have been caught. And the fountain starts to slowly move towards the house, revealing a oh. set of staircases Why didn't we that go that? down into the prison, which you have uh, taken a look at. Uh, I believe, uh, Scory, when you had investigated it, you saw the underside of this fountain. Yeah. And there was also a plaque just on the side, inside the door. I think. Uh, yeah, I think there was some there was some writing uh, just underneath it there. Uh, did it? I, I think I failed a roll. Can I read it now? Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm trying to remember. I don't have any notes if, on it. If you don't remember, it must not have been. It wasn't very important. No. Great imports. Okay. Yeah. It says this way to the prison. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it's something like that in Elvish. So if the bird hadn't sang, it would what? Have been caught. Been if caught. the bird hadn't sang, it wouldn't have been caught. Thank you. Um, and he says that again, and as he does that, it closes. Oh. We should not enter until the ritual with your friend Strix is completed. Uh, we should do that just after dawn tomorrow morning. All right, then. Uh, I've got like a rather obvious question. I'm curious uh, why no one else thought to ask it. Um, but how do we know that like we can trust you for one and uh, that you are who you say you are? What proof would you uh, require? Ooh, a mimic. Hmm. If only there was a painting of a family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can make myself look like anyone I want, mate. It doesn't mean anything. You can. Yeah, and you then I use one. disguise self to make myself look like Scory. He looks. He, he looks at you, Ball, and asks if you can detect magic. Well, sure. If you give me, uh, oh, I can just do it. <laughs> I'll pull out my vase and I'll go ahead and detect magic. Um, and so you you detect uh, some magic on him. Definitely not any illusionary magic. Do you want to kind of use an action to discern what magic he has on him? Uh, sure. But definitely, yeah, you're never, not seeing the kind of telltale signs of some illusion on this this character. Okay. Um, but taking taking a few moments, uh, his equipment has been 
enchanted. Um, he has a number of uh, slightly enchanted uh, weapons, daggers, stakes uh, that you can see kind of hidden inside of his jacket. Um, and the amulet he wears as well has got magic to it. And I think that one is transmutation. Um, the others are something like abjuration or divination, maybe. Well, he doesn't and, seem to be playing any tricks on us. Um, and he seems to know Gregory and the, the other researchers that I contacted. I don't have any reason to believe he's not who he says he is. And I, I use my, my Kenku mimicry to um, copy Scory's voice while looking like Scory. And I say, <clears throat> mm, all right, then. I suppose... We can play this out as long as we need to. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and he begins walking into the house uh, and starts kind of discussing with the two uh, students, Gregory in particular. What do you guys I do? I need to know more about this creature if uh, he has any, any more information. What are, th what are the spells I should prepare for in the morning? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, you, you kind of talk with, uh, um, you talk with Gaston and Gregory and they, they let you know this thing very much has an interest in water. Uh, it can read your mind. It will promise you things that you want, uh, if it's, if you get too close to it. And it is similar to the entities you've heard about before in that they give power to creatures. Uh, so that they may do their bidding out in the world. Um, similar, you guess, in the way Zephyrus had a connection with uh, whatever entity he had a connection with. Um, is there any chance I can find something in the library, any writings that they might have done when they originally brought the creature here that maybe Gaston forgot about? Um, give me an investigation check. I wanna... That's a natural one, so... Nice. <laughs> you, you spend a lot of time looking at, like, the uh, the index card system, trying to just kind of, like, find what you want to be looking for, but that's just a little too complex, and you're, like, you kind of get fed up with it. As this you place is very organized. I keep forgetting I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to try to help him uh, if I could, so maybe I can help narrow down and point to the right drawer of cards you, you can give give me an investigation check on on uh, on your own there okay. um yeah and to make a point strummer is just mimicking everything that score is doing like right by his side good maybe you can roll better <laughs> a total of five five uh yeah no it's and and you guys have kind of looked for this stuff before um the only mention about this thing is in Gasom's uh journal um, that kind of hastily scrawled note. And if you ask oh. him about it, he says getting close to the thing uh, was dangerous. Um, so he tried not to do much with it. How, uh, how did they conquer this beast before? How did they capture it in that iron box? We received it in this box. Uh, it was our charge to see that it did not hurt anyone else. From whom? Mm. I'd rather not say some criminals we owed a debt to. Mm. Um. It needs 
copying Scory still. It needs water. Um, why does it need water? It seems to have some sort of connection in the water. If it is in water and you are in that same body, it can read your mind and control you much more easily. That's why we've kept the downstairs so dry. Well, there's water yeah, flooding into it. What if we're touching the same puddle of water as it's touching? That would be inadvisable. If there's water down there, if any of you can shape water. Gregory, can you can you sh- shape water for me? And Gregory kind of like looks through his, his uh, notebook and is like, mm, uh, no, sir, that's not uh, really my specialty. <laughs> well, if I know water, and I do, because I have a septipod mask on my face um we should maybe stop these leaks that might be advisable that would be a good thing to do i believe your young friend rifarian yeah yeah yeah. i can shape water i can do it oh well Mm. you believe you can be trusted not to enter into a bargain with this entity uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I am Ghostwise Halfling of the Age and Shadow Monk Extraordinaire, but I, I, you, I was just answering the question of shaping water. I see. If you could, seems none of my resident wizards here can do it. <laughs> uh, if you could remove the water from the prison, that would be most advisable. Yeah, well, yeah. You show me where, and then I'll do it. I mean, I'm a- perhaps. Your your companion but, said that there was some water down in the prison. Uh-huh. Uh, perhaps they can show you. Uh, sure, I think I don't know. I can't I can't remember who went down there because that was while um, in that, game. That was me. While, while in game two days weasel. ago, <laughs> it was like four <laughs> months ago. <laughs> I went. I turned into a weasel and uh, went through the cracks. Yeah, yes, that's your friend right. Scora here. He yes. is the one. It was oh. me exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do you want to riff? Do you want to go down and remove the water from the prison? Yeah, I'll go down. I don't care. Okay. Um, how do you want to get down? Uh, well, I, are are we in the the bird non talking passage thing still? Is that are we or did we go you, out of that? You guys are kind of a little looser now. Um, everyone's kind of doing their thing. Okay. Uh, at the end of the night. Well, I would um, just ask. I go. Hey, can I get down through this hole in the floor in the main in the main entree way here? Um, you'll have to squeeze through. It'll be difficult to get through. Like Strix had to turn into monk into a monkey All right. to do it. So, well, I'm I'm asking uh, uh, the man who declares. Uh, so, should I just go back through the through the front yard passage thing? Yes, yes. Just use the fountain. Okay. Uh, and then, like, what? I just go straight, and then I'll find it. Yes, go straight down at the end of the hallway. You will find a series of doors. It will be on the right hand side, I believe. Okay. I'll take and your word for it. If there's any water in there, bring it out. Do not touch it and uh, deposit it somewhere in the yard. Okay, I do that. All right. Uh, yeah. So you go downstairs. I only say um, the I only say the code once, so the door stays open, so I can maybe direct good it. Good choice. Um, and you get down there, and you see there is a large puddle of water um, that's just kind of collecting towards the door on the right-hand side. Uh, It takes up about half of the prison floor now, where, Scory, when you were down there, it was probably six feet wide by about three feet. Oh, yes. And now it's like 20 by 20. Uh, It's got some depth to it. Uh, Using shape water, it will take probably an hour to get all of it out. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just start doing that. I start doing a little Katara, you know, get like a water water train going down. Yeah. Like kind yeah. of floating. Just, just floating through the floating through the uh, uh, the passage. I, I for whatever reason in my brain, I don't want it on the ground. I want it in the air for some reason. Because it, sure. it seems like if it's on the ground that it's like more probable that this thing can do whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, you, so, yeah, you I spend do that. the hour to, to to get the water out of there. Um, and you do a pretty good job. Cool. It's it's there's a little bit of wet on the door, but you know, to nothing, be expected. Nothing like when you you guys first uh, encountered it. And then I go, uh, well, <sighs> I've saved the world again, and I start to walk back down the hall. Uh, Gregory, uh, if I could ask you a question. Yeah, Gregory, yes. we'd like to ask you a question. <laughs> He's let it keep happening. I don't care. <laughs> Gregory has been to wizard school. This is pretty normal. <laughs> Freshman stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that this thing um, appreciates water, and also that some criminals ended up bringing it in. Um, Oh, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, Gaston is the one that lived here before. Gaston. Oh, you're talking to Gaston. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, could could you maybe tell me uh, who this group was? This were they seafaring? I would not like to talk about it too much. It is personal business. That is a black mark on my family history. I will tell you that they were not seafaring. They were from far from this place okay got it thank you of course if there's anything else you require please let gregory know i will thank you for your time he's just just kind of nods at you he he seems a bit fed up with the bit <laughs> like you you can tell like he, he doesn't you know he's not trying to be overly polite um and, and just kind of nods at both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just waiting for Scorn to say something. He hasn't said anything about it. <laughs> uh, so what are we... Um, I got distracted. What What did I miss? Nothing. Oh, just Strummer is pretending to be you. Oh. <laughs> so what are we doing now? Are we just waiting? So all the water's out of there, so we can go... The water's out. Yeah, I just need to sleep. Um, yeah, just kind of bedding down for the night. If there's anything you want to do beforehand... Um, I don't. Otherwise, we will we will start sleeping. Yeah, and um, I go to Scory's room, and Scory kicks you out. All right then, mate. See, like people can look like other things with magic. You get it now. All right. Glad the lesson sunk in. And then I go to my own room. That <laughs> <laughs> was worth it. All the <laughs> time, just to prove the point. <laughs> Well, I was hoping he would say something and be like, okay, I get it. But then he just went with it the whole time. I was like, you jerk. I I hate you. You're welcome. All right. All right. Let's see here. You guys all bed down for the night. Um, the two students stay, Gregory and his assistant stay down at the main floor. They're keeping an eye on things. Um, oh, yeah. I go grab them some bedding and stuff, too. Perfect. Yeah, they're appreciative of it. Um they, they keep up rooms. a couple of of alarms um, in place downstairs. They they put some rituals up just to make sure nothing odd happens. Um, uh, Gaston takes the master bedroom. Uh, there is 
uh, the study that's kind of right next to it. And he spends most of the night in there. Um, kind of when he goes up there, Oops. Willem, Willem uh, kind of gives him a nod and, and leaves. And Willem, do, 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 Willem is going to. Yeah, is he, he in the guest how room? Willem feels about Gaston's arrival also. Yeah. I would say I would say at some point uh, Willem comes down and let's see let me get a dice uh, uh, kind of grabs you Wolf and kind of brings you into a in, into a hallway and just kind of asks what's going on he seems a bit nervous says was that who who was that man in Zephyrus's room he introduced himself as his his cousin that's not right is it uh, who who pulled me in uh, Willem Willem okay gotcha. Yeah. Um, Earl, that is uh, that is the the son of I don't remember. Anyways, he's related to Zephyrus, and uh, he came back to finish some unfinished business, which is defeating that creature that is imprisoned here, and we're going to help him do it. He's the true owner of this chateau. Oh, well, I see. Is is he kicking us out? Is no, he's allowing us to stay as long as we guard it, and he's allowing us to go on our own, you know, adventures as we see okay. fit. So it's it's a it's pretty reasonable deal. <laughs> when when is this? When's when's this all happening? When are they mm, tying up the loose end? In the morning. The morning. So, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Good to know. That should be helpful. We don't want <laughs> a boogeyman in our basements, right? Um, right. How are you doing? You seem fancy. Uh, it's just a lot going on. Um, uh, I'm hoping we can do something about Zephyrus soon. Uh, yes. I've been trying to find something of, of Julia's. You remember Julia? Yes. Yeah, uh, the, the, the mage who helped us get here. Yes, um, she may may be of some help to us, but I, I have no way of contacting her. So if, if well, you have anything of hers, um, I can give it to Jamala and he, and he can send her a message, I think. Hmm, perhaps, but this is something for a later date. Of course, of course. We're uh, to focus on the task at hand. It's getting late. Uh, can I do a perception check on Willem, see if I notice anything else about his behavior? Uh, do an insight check if you're noticing behavioral. Okay. Alright. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> nope, uh, ship shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's you're, as you're it's here. As, <laughs> as pretty you good. guys end the conversation, you kind of forget half the things he said. <laughs> oh, cool. You know, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, um, Julia, the bartender at the Spider's Tavern. <laughs> I mean, do I at least remember the Julia thing? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, we're best friends now. And that, that prevailing thought, you know, inhabits the, the whole house through a metagame magic. Um, you you all understand that if, if you're to find something of Julia's, you may be able to contact her. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, cool. All right. So we go to sleep now? You guys go to sleep. Sleep. Those dice aren't anything. It's just fun to roll. Um... You guys wake up in the morning. Uh, the sound of, of some young farm animal uh, breaks the silence. 
uh, and the sun is just kind of coming in through the trees. Um, as you guys <coughs> wait, Willem, you know, he doesn't make kind of breakfast this morning. He doesn't seem like he got much sleep last night. Uh, but he does kind of, you know, give you guys some just food for the morning to eat. Uh, and he kind of says, I think I think this is the last of it. We're going to have to have to stock up the pantries here, here pretty soon, guys. Um, and you guys get kind of a, a morning breakfast in as everyone meets down at the main hall. Ball? Um, totally off subject, but uh, the, the armor. Oh, uh, yes, yes. The, uh, the armor gives you advantage on stealth checks. Um, I'm going to take it back off. Around. Okay. You do you do that during the night. Okay. That's, that's just fine. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I find, yeah. It's it's you know, it's some thief armor is what it is. It's for for sneaking around. Oh. Um it's not like very enchanted, it just is slightly enchanted. Maybe that's why it's hard to pinpoint what it does. I'd still rather have my AC. So. Only um, there was a thief amongst you. By their notes. Let me see here. Let me check my notes. Oh, yeah. Um, if I knew that, I would totally uh, offer that armor. There's two sets, uh, both to uh, um, Riff and uh, Strummer, if, if they're interested. Um, it's, um, was it studded leather? Studded leather. Perfect. Yeah, I don't think that would change my AC. And if it gives me uh, advantage on stealth checks... Southern leather. Let me see if I remember something about it. I've got... the southern leather. Does that one have a disadvantage on stealth checks? Um, does it? No, I don't. I uh, as far as like um, maximum yeah, dexterity. No, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just twelve plus dex mod, and then you have advantage when you're sneaking. Um. So you guys are in the main hall, and uh, Gaston is conferring with the acolytes. Uh, or the students, uh, Gregory, and begins kind of going over what the ritual will entail. He says, your friends, I got. I have to declare first, there we are. Uh, your friend Strix has entered into a deal with his entity. Uh, the trouble with that is his soul is bonded to the uh, creature downstairs. The plan is to enchant Miss Strix with a bit of paralysis, para, paralysis, a spell to paralyze him. Paralyzed stasis, of course. Paralyzed stasis. It's a spell I've been working on. Um, once we do that, he will be rendered immobile. And what we will do is take the dagger that he want so badly and we will cut the tie between Strix and this entity once that happens he will no longer be bonded to it and the magic inhabiting his soul will snap back to the entity the paralyzed status will affect it and that will be our chance right sounds good let's kick butt it's like okay, but like, uh, do we need like special weapons or whatever to kill it? I mean, I said I'd fill it with feathers yesterday, and you said it'd be more complicated than that. Well, it will be paralyzed. We must first do that to it, and then 
As long as your weapons are magical to some degree, you'll be able to kill it. At least yeah, that I, is the hope. I don't have anything magical, mate. I've just got a bow. I mean, I'm a right maestro with a bowstring, but... Er, my, my axe is not magical, although when I wield it, it seems like magic, but that's <laughs> just my skill and talent coming forth. I see. It, it may take a bit longer then for you to do this. Uh... Yeah, especially if you drop it like you did that last time. I mean, there's like no magical Watch bow in this like armory or trophy I, room or anything. I could give one of you the uh, short sword, the uh, the ogre's dagger, if uh, one of you wanted to use that. And who has the? Was it the staff ma or the spear magical that we took from the dragon? Didn't wasn't that, that's magical? Or, yeah. or, yes, I have that. Oh, so you do have All a magical right. weapon? The rare of spearmint. Yes. Uh, that that should work very well against them. Where and he kind of looks it over. He says, "Where did you find that? That is an old weapon meant for hunting dragons. It was stuck in the side of your copper dragon. That was the and spear I that I was telling you about yesterday. What's that? I said that was the spear I was telling you about yesterday that was stuck in the dragon. Then we took it out I and then it flew see. away. It would be very interesting to know who was wielding that spear against my old uh, <laughs> tenant." Uh, they made those before the treaty was signed, and they were attached to flying ships to destroy the dragons while they were in the air. And do be careful with that. It is an ancient weapon. But it should kill this alien creature that we have dealt with. And I've got Shadow Chucks. Shadow Chucks, that sounds very magical indeed. Use those. Yeah. I guess I'll just, like, shoot it with a bunch of, like, regular arrows, just like I do everything else in my life. Perhaps you could... the spare dagger, and he wants to use it. Yeah, but, like, what are you gonna do then, Mr. Ball? Oh, I have my fists, and I, like, pull out my fist, and it uh, glows with some light, and kind of, like, extends out. <laughs> oh, is it, like, a magical fist, or is that just some, like, a lot of flashlight underneath oh, there? It's, it's quite magical. I mean, I guess I'm proficient with short swords if you, like, want to lend me that thing, but I, I just don't want to get critted and die again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Some new armor, and you can use this plus one dagger sword. Perhaps you could disguise self as the creature and seduce it, and then once it's lulled into a false sense of security, you stab it. All right then. It's like a. All right, that's a good idea. Um, no, don't not, do that. That's a bad idea. Oh no, I just, I just meant like for another fight, like a great idea in another tussle. You know, uh, this one maybe not. No, this is not uh, one to use the arts of seduction like. on. Alex, do you know what the? Because I just wrote the spear down. Is it the same stats in generally as a, like a spear? I think it's a, yeah, yeah, it's the same stats as a spear, but it's a plus one magical spear and then has the abilities that we've talked about, which is Ram it has three magic. charges. Uh, if you hit a larger creature with it, then you can cast a ray of enfeeblement on it, or you can use one of the charges to chuck it like a javelin. And those reset at dawn. Cool. It's a cool spear. Okay. Okay, okay. All right, well, then I guess I'll equip that. Okay. And I, how I, I will be using spear for this fight. All right. We will only have about a minute before this effect wears. You'll have to... That's ten rounds. Be quick. Yes, ten rounds in a, in a boxing match. That's a, about a minute. Um, 
Do you wish to do set yourselves up down in the prison? All right, then. Let's get it going. Let's quit screwing around. Let's go, let's go get rid of this thing so we can have lunch. Well, yes. you are an eager one. We are dealing with forces that may destroy us all, but that confidence is what we must keep. Do not falter in this endeavor. We will... You will know when it is time to begin. Gaston, this morning I, I communed with my ancestors and I, I did a little reading, I have to admit, on you. And it wasn't... Um, my result... So actually, I would say, because the, the readings you have to have to do is they have to be near you and you have to kind of do it with them. What, what, I've, what I've done is is your party that you do this with, you can do whenever you'd like. Oh. You can do that in the morning. Uh, you tried to do it on Gaston in that same manner, mm -hmm. and he seems to be protected from some sort of uh, magical divination shield. Well, that makes complete sense with what I pulled because it was a, a unclear reading or a chaotic. Fantastic! Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you pull you pull the tiles and and you know you cannot gain any sort of insight into something into Gaston. Something really weird happened, and every tile that I pulled out was face down. Yeah. All right. So how do you guys want to set up downstairs? I invoke I Shadow Chucks. Shadow right. Chucks. They've been invoked. Um, I guess I'm gonna like stab it with this like magical short sword. <laughs> I love the map. <laughs> yeah, this is a good map. Let's see. The oh, there's the a map. Right? The one on the right. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was spoiling you guys with you know maps that were made well. So I asked Gaston, okay, so uh, what he knows about the scooter. If I, if I attack it with non-magical weapons, does it just have resistance to that? It's just like half Basically, damage. that's what he, he infers to you, is, is that the magical weapons is something you want to be using. Uh, and with the, sorry to ask more questions. With the, no, Raven, no, the Ray of Inspirement, uh, it's a plus one. That means I add that to my attack roll, right? Yes, attack roll uh, and, and damage. damage. And damage. Oh, oh, okay. Is this creature a large creature? Will it be affected by the ray of enfeeblement if it hits? I believe I believe that it is. Like I said, I have not seen it in person, but they kept it in a magical chest meant to hold things much larger than the interior. I have to imagine that was for a reason. And you said getting close to it is a bad idea because it can uh, get into our minds. Um, the, the closer you are to it, if you touch it, uh, it has a very uh, difficult, or it has a much easier time to, to sway you to its cause. Will this paralysis uh, prevent that? Will we be able to get in there and not, wail on this thing? I would not touch it uh, with, with your, your bare hands, though you, uh, Mr. Warforged, uh, or a forged, I do believe, uh, should not have any problems if the, the weapon you use is magical. Uh, I take a note that he notices that I'm Aura Forge and not Aura Forge. Mm -hmm. I think even though it has resistance, I might just use my bow. Just to keep some distance? Yeah, because otherwise we're all like melee. So I'm going to stand in the back and I'm going to let I'm going to let Ball keep the keep the dagger. I can throw my chucks. Yeah. Um, you might do that. The spirit. I just think I stand more of a chance of doing more damage just with my 
my archery and even my sharpshooter stuff. So and I, on, on the way down, I want to st- uh, grab like stones and pebbles and stuff for my sling. Okay. Yeah, easy enough. All right. You uh, get down to the basement. You guys set yourselves up. You begin waiting patiently um, for whatever ritual is happening upstairs. You can't hear anything. uh, Or I guess you you can hear the far echo from the cave, you know, the cracks in the the ground that go up to the uh, main floor. Hear arcane incantations, uh, the the kind of whir of uh, energy, um, and it all. Is that a duck? Um, it all. <laughs> what is that sound? I don't. I don't even hear it. Yeah, it sounds like it's like a duck sound, and then it like sounded like mer. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Go on. So it all kind of crescendos into every time I say it, it all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's Caleb. Look at him drinking his wine like he's doing nothing wrong. Don't point your (laughs) mic off screen then. We know it's you. Continue. It all crescendos into a. Uh, kind of um, a spark of words and you hear a booming voice say an arcane phrase uh, and from beyond the door um, what is that? It's like a feedback or something. Is it? Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm okay. Um, it's not something I have. You guys are hearing it. Yeah. I, okay. uh... But Caleb's not because he's a trickster. Yep. Um, you hear the kind of humming that's behind the door this this odd presence that you you've kind of felt slightly uh dissipate and the door just moves a little bit as if something has happened in that room in front of you can i cast something you can uh kind of looking nervously at everyone else and nobody else is doing anything. I, I want to cast um, pretty much in front of the door. I want to cast Dust Devil. Dust Devil, okay. Yeah. Choose an unoccupied five-foot cube of air that you can see within range. Um, an elemental force that resembles a Dust Devil appears in the cube and lasts for the spell's duration, which is one minute. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the Dust Devil must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 1d8 bludgeoning and is pushed 10 feet away. And my intention is to push it back into the cell so we can kind of contain it. And gotcha, attack. gotcha. Okay. So like okay. creating a bottleneck, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say this is kind of like a surprise round. Uh, and so I'll go, I'll go around with a ball next. What do you want to do? Um, I just want to see what happens with this dust devil thing. Okay. Um, prepare to rush in there and start punching it. Me and Shane. Rush in. And I'll pull out my um, clockwork faith fly and send it in that general direction. Okay. It's kind of hovering near the door there. 
and I have a bonus action. I'll have it light itself. All right, and it is lit. Wolf. I'm just going to ready action with my spear, uh, and I guess I will uh, enter my rage. <clears throat> and rage. Okay. Do Riff. You are standing in front of this door. Um, you get the sense that whatever ritual was supposed to be completed upstairs has finished, and the door is now unlocked. Okay. Um, am I with the group? Sorry, I had to, someone knocked on my door, and some, some dumb kid threw their ball in my backyard, so I had to go be an adult. Um, so am I with my group? I'm looking at the map on my yeah, phone. Yeah, you're with, you're with the group. You're downstairs in the prison. And the creatures, uh, the, is that what the, the creatures in front of us? Is that what that little thing with the wings is? No, that's Drummer. Oh, okay. Um, the creature is beyond the door, most likely. That's, that's right. where, where you assume it is. Uh, Gaston the right. and the uh, students have completed the ritual upstairs. Mm-hmm. And you, as far as you know, uh, now have the chance to strike this thing. Okay, yeah, then I'll, I'll ready my, uh, but I can't see it yet, right? Right, the door is shut. Perfect. But it seems okay. like it is. So it I will moment. ready I will ready my, my boomerang shadow chucks. So the second that I see it, like Mr. Wolf, I'll just like get those. And if it for whatever reason it charges charges us, then I've got the bonus action of the, the melee Van Dam kick, of course. And strummer. Um what's the lighting situation like down here? Uh, it is pretty dark. I would say it's dim light uh, beyond uh, th- that's just kind of coming in from the uh, passageway uh, upstairs. Um, God, I guess no one wants to open the door, huh? We're going to have to do that, but I don't think I'm the one to do it. Um, so... Yeah, I guess I just ready in action, ready an attack with my bow. Okay. I was assuming the dust devil would open the door. And then yeah, after after we've got everyone prepared, okay, I'll have that. That's gonna happen. Um, okay. So yes, the dust devil uh, conjures in front of the door, and the door shakes a bit. Um, you you see the. The pins in it that are that are kind of shaking loose off of their hinges, and it pushes forward, and you see the interior of this prison cell as a bit of water begins to pour closer to you guys. I wouldn't say it is hitting you, but there is water that is inside of this uh, area, and it is a bit darker than normal. And Riff, I would say that uh, you definitely, with pulling that water out earlier. Uh, have made this effect not quite as bad. Uh, but you peer inside and you see eyes uh, in the darkness. Mm. A row of three eyes straight down um, as they they are slowly kind of blinking asleep. You see this mouth in front of it, this circle of teeth that's, that's just trying to keep itself open as it's it's almost going going to sleep being paralyzed seems the spell has worked uh beyond that it's got a row of sharp fins that look sharp 
uh, on the top of it and then tentacles that just pull from behind it with fins on it and you see that it's floating kind of in midair and slowly beginning to sink down into the water uh let's go ahead and go through all of the actions that you guys prepared as this happens so the dust devil pushes open the door to ball you're going to rush in with chain You're muted. You're still muted. Yes. <laughs> I normally use spacebar to unmute myself, but it wasn't working. I was gotcha. confused. Um, so yeah, give me your attacks on this thing. And and you see that the skin of it is like this this gray, blue, green color uh, that just looks sick and unnatural. Twenty four for my fist. Definitely hits. Dang, boy. It's going to be 12 bludgeoning damage. 12 bludgeoning damage, and that's with some sort of magical weapon, so it does. And um, I would like uh, chain... Well, okay, so it's my turn. Um, I want to position the Feyfly uh, in a corner. Um corner inside of it or in the inside the of there where it's not going to be reaching me within 10 feet ideally okay yeah there's enough enough room in there i mean it yeah and i work. want uh to cast through it um fairy fire fairy fire fairy fire okay to try to make a save it needs to make a dexterity saving throw and you said it was paralyzed right uh, it is getting there, um, so it doesn't automatically fail, but it is taking disadvantage on it. Okay. Um, dexterity is so it's twelve. Uh, that does not pass. So yeah, it's we have a t- advantage on attack rolls against it, and it's glowing with the radiance. It can't be right. Perfect. Uh, and chain, or you use your bonus action for the fey fly. Uh, I have to use my bonus action for the Fae Flyer, but uh, Chain can move in there with me. Okay, so yeah, you and, and you and Chain are on this thing. And I want to try to position it so Chain is kind of in the center. Hopefully, um, I'll actually, I'll say, uh, Wolf, get on the other side of Chain. He will protect you. Okay. Okay. And that's my turn. The shape, it is large. It does seem to go on for a number of feet. It takes up kind of like a third of the room that it's in. Um, ball jumps in, chain jumps in, and then we have Wolf up next. Uh, what are you doing? You've raged, and now you're throwing your spear. Uh, I'm gonna ru- I'm gonna run up and stab it with the spear. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So, and I do want chain in the center. I don't. Like in between us. You chain in the center, like over here? Oh, that's you. Oh, you mean like that? Yeah, okay. So yeah, he's right in front of the door. You've kind of sidestepped. Uh, Wolf, you rush in and are on the other side of the thing. And this thing's just kind of sluggishly going down towards the ground as you grab your spear and what do you do? What do you, what's the attack? I, I'm going to stab it with the spear. I'm going to... Yeah. And it has advantage because it is glowing. 
Oh, I have advantage? Yep, yep, oh, because you've got cool. the fae fly on that thing. So it's lit up. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 16. 16? Uh, yeah. That just misses. Oh. Yeah, you, you go to stab at it, and it's wow. just conscious enough that it kind of moves out of the way, just kind of floats out of the way, and you stab into the ground as like magic kind of sparks up from this. Bummer. Okay, well, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Riff, you've got your Shadow Chucks out. <clears throat> shadow Chucks out, ready to engage. Uh, I just want to put this out there, even though Milo has given us all advantage, that uh, I was very excited when you said that it was dim light down here because that gives my attacks with my Shadow Chucks advantage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Milo had to go and be a hero for everyone. <laughs> but uh, um, I mean, how many times has that fairy fire worked before? I think this is about the first one. Yeah, I don't I think, think it's so. ever hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a DC 13, so 12 oh, was wow. like, okay, it's cool. Just... So yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw for I'm gonna throw for Shadow Chucks and mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the great yin and yang, which is Rift's life. Uh, I got a natural 20 and a natural one, so. I win. Oh, that's a crit then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nice. So, uh, what are the shadow chucks? So D6? it's two d eight, two d eight. So psychic you damage. You take sixteen, then roll two d six yeah. or two d eight plus the psychic. Uh, yeah. So it's it's sixteen plus uh, thirteen. So twenty twenty nine points of damage. With my oh, right. and then I recall yeah. them to my hand like Captain America's shield. Absolutely, yeah. I you throw them you, in there. These chucks just kind of fly through the air, kind of like going in and out of existence as they smack this thing and cut it right across like its middle eye uh, of the three that's in front of it, and just digs deep into this thing. Um, yeah, yeah, good. That's that's it's 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 not showing much emotion, but it is hurting. Uh, Strummer, you're up next. So as soon as the door opened from this this gust of wind, you, you hear Strummer with his um, beautiful uh, Kenku mimicry ability. <laughs> One ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what was that? Schwarzenegger it's from Predator. From Predator, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> "Quote unquote" soundboard that we've been hearing about. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've used it before. Anyway. Um, oh boy. Uh, do uh, so. I know I read it in action, but can I use a bonus action before I attack? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of giving everyone a full turn. Okay. I'm going to hunter's mark this fool. Good choice. Okay. He's marked. So then I attack, um, and I know I have advantage on it anyway. But because this creature has an exit, I would have had advantage anyway. This is the first roll of my new dice, my strummer dice. So let's... Oh, wow. I'm, I'm so sorry for ruining the advantage that you all <laughs> yeah. get. I mean, oh, just, I, I should have known sure. better. <laughs> um, okay, How dare so you be a team player. Attack. And first attack is a 24 to hit. 24, that hits. Ooh. Okay. So... Sexy dice, sexy results. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the Hunter's Mark damage and sneak attack because I had advantage on him real quick. Yeah, uh, why don't I go ahead and roll this? On them. I'm going to go ahead and roll this all, I guess. Uh, so it, Just dump truck those dice down. Yeah. Three dice at once, guys. Um, so that's 9, 12, 16 damage. 
Uh, 16 damage. 16. Yeah, you, you, the arrow cuts through uh, the side of this thing. You know, black and green and blue liquids come out of it and just kind of flop onto the ground, moving nice. some of the water around as it kind of forms with it. Nice. Um, and because that first attack landed, uh, my Gloomstalker ability allows me a second attack, which I will now roll. And I rolled a 23 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Um, and this one gets an extra D8 on top of my regular D8, so I'll just roll them both. And not much. Um, that's four plus four, so eight total. Four, eight total damage. Let's put that down. Uh, yeah, this thing is, is just you know, just riddled with arrows uh, now. Um, cuts across the front of its face as it's slowly beginning to drop down uh, to the ground. Um, after your turn, Strummer, you all hear from those cracks in the in the wall in the floor upstairs uh, some sort of yelling arguing you hear Chimala up there you hear Gaston uh, there seems to be some sort of struggle okay. some sort of confrontation and it wasn't going to be easy uh, you hear a loud thud a loud noise up there and right after that the three eyes of this thing just shoot open it is awake it sees you all and this wave of psychic energy comes at you as you all feel it it just penetrates into your mind and and you're trying to kind of fight it off but there's just no way you're kind of drowning in it and and as you do each of you falls backwards onto the ground unconscious as you begin to see visions of the past of the future of something this thing has seen of something Gaston has seen you you begin seeing all of these different images and that's where we're going to end it for tonight and pick up next time thank you for joining us around our proverbial podcast table I am your DM Alex to my right I have Dash as Wolf Bentley Bagels as Referian Nightmeadow Rhett as Strummer Elbus Corey and Milo is bold. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.